Welcome back, one and all, to another episode of the Dice Crisis Podcast. As always, I'm sitting here, your GM Allard, with Kyle. Hi. Michael. Hey. And Eli. Hip hop, hello. How's it going, boys? I haven't seen you in like a month. Hi. Welcome uh, back. Uh, <laughs> so this many, is also new to me now. So many happies to give. Happy Christmases, happy birthdays, happy... <laughs> happy New, new Year's. Year's. Happy, happy, happy. Happy to be back. Happy, happy, happy. joy, joy. I'm happy to see you guys. 2022. We Let's, this is going to be a good one. Yes. Uh, we're going to finish this adventure, I tell you what. Oh, we're definitely finish this, finishing this adventure this year. <laughs> That's a bombshell. Ooh, this I never year. thought I'd hear that. <laughs> we're marching toward, towards the end. <laughs> hut, 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 hut. Yeah, unless... I mean, we've been averaging somewhere around 23 episodes a book, so halfway through the year is kind of where I'm assuming this this... The story will end maybe a little after halfway, depending on how things go. In the summertime, yeah, we're gonna let loose. Maybe in the maybe once it gets into the fall, we'll see. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but anyway, Kyle, what, hey. are, what are our polls looking like? Yes, we've been gone for a little while. I haven't been able to do polls. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, but we do have a couple. Okay, I'm ready. One of you, one of you two, <gasps> Michael and Eli, are inspired uh-huh. this week, but we don't know who. Uh, what? Why don't we know who? Roll off. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, use this pink one. Let's see how this one goes. What if we... Would you want to use our use, new dice? Use the new dice. Oh, that God. Use us? the new dice. Yeah. All right. Kyle got us these... What are these? Three inch... Oh, uh, those are easily two oh, by two by two at least. <laughs> yeah, I think they're pushing two they're, and a half, three yeah, inches. They're for yeah. sure three. My excited wooden so. die. <laughs> Some big wooden dice. I found them. Had to get them for the boys. They're not hollow. Thank you. They Kyle. are definitely just they're solid chunks <laughs> of wood with little uh, numerals. Just you know, a little drill press was just poked burr, burr, burr. into it. The block of wood. Yeah. So we're only rolling d sixes. So you know, good chance of tie. But very good chance of I'm tie. I'm just gonna jazz it up and not look at it because it's kind of easy to. Milk I love one this of these right rolls. now. Right, I love ready? this. Let's roll. Uh, chunk. Oh, I see a. <laughs> I got a two. All right. The chunky five coming Eli in. Eli with the five with gets the junk. the inspiration. Now, Inspo, Kyle. yes. Plus What's two. our next thing looking like? We have a monthly hero point poll. Mm. Oh, that's the big juicy one. That is a big deal. No one's working for it. That's good. <laughs> because we all don't because deserve it. Because it was given to me. <laughs> It was given to Allard. Oh. <laughs> That's I a think, villain point. Does that mean I have two villain points now? I think so. Uh, uh, it means our uh, listeners were evil this holiday season. Naughty boy. You all got coal for Christmas. Yeah, no shit. Just kidding. Uh, but you know what? In the in the name of the holiday season and happiness mm-hmm. and stuff, I'm going to give you each a hero <gasps> point. Oh, it balances oh, out. That's Boom. like a Christmas all on its own. Yes. There you, you are, loved ones. Thank, Thank you. you. Maybe you can survive a little bit longer. <laughs> Ooh, we got two hero points over there. I do have a death Three in the coffer. Three for Michael. Three, Three for Eli. All right. Ooh. All right. That's looking pretty good. Well, last time on the Dice Crisis podcast, y'all were directed, asked to rouse the other members of the Winter Council and uh, get them to join a, a council meeting. The first one in 18 years since uh, a woman, a General Elevra, killed their leader, Aramestis. 
and turned into a drow and fled the premises as hordes of, as a horde of demons broke into Thorn's End here. Whew, that was a lot. Yeah, uh, you whoa. met, after meeting uh, Malandil the episode before, who asked you to see if everybody else would, would join, since it, you got vibes, she told you that the Winter Council has been on edge, kind of against each other, since this happened 18 years ago. You know, time moves a little, a little slower for elves, you know. <laughs> an 18-year-old memory for an elf is like a one-year-old memory for anybody else. So. Just a it's blip. like yesterday, don't worry about Just it. Just a blip. Uh, they've been stewing in their disagreements all this time, and she doesn't think that they would they would listen to her. And Crow with some think, uh, quick thinking got a little, uh, a little writ uh, that confirming that she and then everybody else were, <laughs> were going to be joining this council. Uh, after meeting Malandil, you met Perlir, a cleric of Calistria who is in charge of all of the uh, magical weapons and, and armors and items of, of Thorn's End as well as being the resident cleric. Uh, she was very helpful, much more so than most other PCs or NPCs you've ran into uh, this <laughs> so far in this adventure. I'll say this adventure, not this this book or yeah. this anything. <laughs> uh, she uh, eventually, Michael let slip the story of, or made her slip the story of the of Alevra and their Alevra and this happening and her killing Armestis and changing in front of their very eyes. Uh, you then went on to Arlandil, the older uh, druid, uh, who is very sad. He was a very <laughs> depressed elf. Yeah. Uh, his bird had died, and he just really hadn't got another best friend. Uh, you also heard that him and Malandil have been uh, have been hooking up a little bit. She's been consoling him, and they've been they've been helping each other out in their times of hardship. Uh, he he agreed because Malandil had already agreed, even though he didn't see much point in it. And then you went on to Halen, Highland, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> the uh, the the vampire Matthew Mercer of the bunch. Uh, uh, he was very off-putting, a uh, little angry, didn't care so much about you, but you were able to show him that all the other council members had agreed to to this meeting. And he agreed as well, though he took the writ from Crow and didn't give it back. Um, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> after that, you had kind of the rest of the day to hang out. Uh, the party split a little bit there. Uh, Elion, uh, River, and Escrivala went to go check out, talk to Paralir some more. Kyle went to talk to his god. His god sent a Nosoi to talk to him, though the Nosoi didn't really know too much more than what Crow had kind of already assumed. Um, but he seemed like a fun little character. He said he'd be he'd be waiting for you if you ever died. It's nice <laughs> so. to have an afterlife yeah, person I mean, yeah. confirm your suspicions. Yeah, yeah. well, and it, yeah, it just gives me a little more confidence, <laughs> maybe to just Gonna go full bore, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, nah, things are truly screwed up. You're right. <laughs> things are truly screwed up. Fuck it then, you know. Yeah, uh, prophecy is a little fucked. <laughs> uh, the goddess of prophecy and stuff like that, she can't necessarily tell the precise future anymore, and that's probably why her your visions are getting a little bit more contradictory as you kind of are reaching the point of what all the intersecting paths that you've been on is kind of coming to a head. Uh, who knows how that will play out. Uh, and after you were done 
talking to the Nosoi, you headed back to meet up with the gang who were uh, talking to Paralir about whether or not gods gods fuck, and it seems like they do. They do. They <laughs> do. That's the consensus. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to get back into, you all are in this this temple of Calistria within, uh, within uh, Thorn's End here. Uh, one statuette of Clistria and then an empty spot where a statuette of Nethys that you found out had been, like, after Levra had, General Levra had done uh, her act when they found the statuette again of Nethys, it was cracked in half and just on the floor destroyed. Uh, she said they moved that somewhere else. But yeah, let me, I'm just gonna give, we haven't been in this little place in a while, so I'm gonna just give, re-give the flavor text for this room. This small but exquisitely, exquisitely furnished chapel contains several carved wooden benches lining the northern, wa- northern wall, facing a small altar of polished white wood in the center of the room. A glimmering, glimmering gold and onyx statuette of a beautiful elven woman stands on the west side of the altar atop a short silver stand. To the east, an empty silver stand sits where that cracked statue of Nethys once was. So Crow had just entered in and been like, God's definitely fuck. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, Paralir welcomes you back in. Oh, for sure. Uh, as far as I know, Caden Kaleen really has the hots for Calistria. Um, although it's not written or said anywhere if that's actually made its course, run its course. <laughs> I like some good gossip. I think it's safe to say Caden's always got his beer goggles on, so he might just smash whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> very true. <laughs> Oh, well, it's it's really nice to have, have people around to talk to who aren't so humglum and kind of focused on the demon horde that's right outside. I mean, it's hard to get lost in that, or easy to... It's hard to forget about it. It's easy to get lost in it. You it know? really is. They're just there wanting to kill you, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand. We, like, I... On occasion, I, I summon a bunch of uh, celestial beings to try to wean them out, but... It's it's more it's less of a this will stop them and more of a maybe if I do this periodically, uh, their numbers won't increase to to that which could overrun us. <laughs> Doesn't hurt to try. Doesn't hurt to try. That's what I've been saying. Though speaking with Arlendil, uh, <laughs> maybe trying is more painful than not. Mm. Been there. Been there. I think this remorse you're feeling as a, as a soldier, I'm very, very used to it. So I guess it, it is easy to get, I guess, too used to it and start to see it as humglum. But, uh, you know, we're doing well enough. And she apparently kind of like looks, looks up her pupilless green eyes. Can't really, it's hard to tell that she looks up, but mm-hmm. her eyebrows raise. And then she looks down at Elion and kind of raises an eye. Elion, I have maybe a, a, a direct request, maybe maybe straight, being straightforward. I hadn't thought about it too much right when we met. Elion is a fairly common name amongst elves, but now that I've known more of your story, it's there's there's some coincidences that might that have me questioning. Would about you about what your lineage? Um. You see, I mean, Aramestes and his his wife, Cassiel, they 
right before Aramestius was killed and the demons attacked, they had just had a baby of their own, and 18 years ago, it's sometimes hard to remember, but their baby's name was Elion as well. Could I, could I cast a spell on you to discern your line lineage? Uh, uh, Elian's just kind of looking at her and then she like shakes her head. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Uh, River walks away over to a window to just go drink with Kaya. <laughs> well, we'll have to go find the scroll. Would you like to come with me? Yeah, I can come. You're saying my parents were here? It's a, it's quite a long shot, but some of the details line up and it has me very, very curious. 18 years. 18 my years. My dad said he found an elf in the woods. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can we, can we go do that? <laughs> yes, by all means. <laughs> um, everyone else is welcome to join unless you, you want to, how do you yeah. feel about this? No, that's fine. I mean, they all... We've been around each other long enough. We don't hold too many secrets. Crowsman's just kind of staring with his mouth open. Just like <laughs> watching this happen. Just kind of like... Oh. I was just giving all the privacy in the world. Like, nope, nope. You can talk about your lineage just far away from me. That's fine. <laughs> but if, I, if I'm invited in, I might go sit in the corner. This sounds interesting. Yeah, come on, River. <laughs> I... Like I said, I don't have anything to keep secret. All right. I fold up in the corner, cross-legged, just ready to watch whatever crazy magic. <laughs> well, wonderful. Uh, follow me. And she leads you uh, back down her tower. Oh, and then kind of you kind of go back up the tower where uh, Halen's room was. Uh -huh. And then once you get to where his floor was, you go up one more, one more floor. Uh -huh. And you reach... You reach just kind of an open room. The only thing in there is a... A thirteen foot, a uh, foot tall iron uh, statue of an elf in armor with a, with like a, a spear at hand. And as you as you step up to the stairs, uh, the statue moves into a defensive stance. Whoa! Uh, kind of spear out. I assume Elion's kind of up next to uh, Paralir at this point. Spear pointed towards Elion, and then its face turns towards uh, Paralir, and in Elvin. Uh, she goes, these are my guests. And then she names each of you. And then the statue goes back up to its uh, upright position. Cool. <laughs> uh, please come with me. And you kind of enter up the, uh, go through this room and into a door. This That was room uh, D38 on your maps. And then you enter into room 39. Uh, before... Uh, before you actually open the room, she uh, kind of undoes an arcane lock on the door. Wow. Well, this place is hella trapped. <laughs> yeah, Kaya was walking <laughs> next to me through. until that statue moved. I quickly just picked her up. She was in like full hiss mode. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, it no. went like full Harry Potter on the on the chessboard thing where it yeah. didn't look like anything was happening. You tried to walk through it and they all like stop you. <laughs> uh, so this wide chamber is packed with a variety of wooden items. A uh, variety of items, not wooden items. Oh, wooden <laughs> items only, huh? Specific. <laughs> From tightly bound bundles of scrolls and moldy books to dusty bits of equipment and assorted statuary. Uh, there is another door on the opposite side of this room, and uh, you can kind of see a faint shimmer kind of denoting that there's a wall of force blocking that room. Uh, 
Yes, uh, she goes over to one of the kind of bookshelves and starts rifling through uh, different scroll tubes, trying to find uh, the one she's after. Uh, in this moment, what are you guys doing or looking at or thinking about? <laughs> um, you said this wall of forces in the same room? Yeah, so there's you're in this room. There's the door that you just entered on one uh-huh. side, and the other side there's another door, and Is there's there a wall of force right over that door. Okay, there's nothing behind the wall of force, like a creature or something? No, it's, okay. a, it's a closed <laughs> just a door. door. Okay, yeah. Crow's just kind of watching in anticipation, uh, just really curious as to what is what they're going to find and kind of watching the magic take place. Just yeah. very intrigued. I think Rivers, yeah, more about just the drink in hand and the guy on shoulder waiting for this to happen. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, so at least the room in general, you just see like old books and mm. scrolls and other loose pieces of paper, most well, mostly stuff like that. I think you'd put it together. This is kind of an archive room. Of magical? Of Can I do a check to see if it's like military archives and everything? Make a perception check. Like, not that I would know what to look for in the military archives, but that's a nat 20. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, soldier, I guess I was going for. Uh, soldier. So, like, you glance over at some, the at some of the Winter Council. documents oh, that are show. just kind of open. You see, you see things from like records of crop yields to <laughs> tallies of merchandise that were bought and sold. Ah, rainfall uh, records, we stuff some. like that. And you like notice that there's some more recent ones, some like hundred year old, and then you mm. see like this very old sheet of paper that you can that. The only possible way that it's still around and not crumbled to dust is because it's magically upkept. And you see, like, a record of of weather from before Earthfall. Oh, wow. Thousands of years before. Okay. Yeah, the archives run deep here. Um, is she busy right now? She's casting she's just something? Ca- she's looking, ju- she's something? looking for her scroll right now. Okay, could I ask what this scroll is? Oh, uh, what's this one? This uh, old one here. I don't. I very obviously don't want to touch it. It looks like it might just crumble. Oh yes, it looks like that was a record of the yearly like weather patterns of mm. of Galarian. Oh, this is a very old like one. Right down the tube. This <laughs> is this one is the a couple years before Earthfall actually happened. Yes. Oh, and can it be held? Uh, yes, be careful. Oh, okay. Uh, I just want to look at it, and is it, like, apocalyptic in any way? <laughs> uh, this one, uh, What's that looking check? over it, doesn't <laughs> seem like there's any yeah. super apocalyptic like weather. Like, you see, like, you see uh, some, like, hurricane over way down south uh, next to the sea and and some hmm. some bigger weather events, but nothing that, that pings you as as Can I make a particular check for anything falling from the sky? Any me- small star falls, rain fa- the meteor uh, thing. Knowledge Take- nature? Okay, I'll try. Ooh, it's not related to drow in their settlements, right? No. Okay. I think Crow's gonna be looking it over Okay. Too. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I got a 32. <laughs> 32, James. 19 plus 13. I'm gonna aid. With a 19. Hell yeah. 19. So you kind of take a, a minute, a moment to just kind of scan through the information that they have detailed. And you notice that some of these weather patterns are naturally occurring. And there's a, quite a few of them that aren't naturally occurring. Hmm. And I think you would put it together that these, some of the weather patterns here were influenced and changed by uh, lunar activity, the Winter Council. Oh, like the data was changed? The the or weather the weather, the weather was, changed. was changed. Okay, 
not falsified. Yeah, um, like they you like it's it's a small detail here and there, yeah. but like no, that was they're saying they altered the weather to do who knows what they did there, Whoa. but they they have altered weather. It, it was it was around Kionin. Okay. Wow. The Winter Council. It all makes sense. <laughs> oh man, maybe they're just the weathermen. Um, <laughs> Crow's just, just like it all makes sense. It all, it makes, all sense. makes sense. I'm like, does it? it uh, <laughs> uh, cool. I just put it back and note that knowledge in my head. I guess. Yeah. So that's the, really cool. The time that this scroll is from, it's like yeah, ten thousand years, like ten thousand years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing that they can keep something that long. I'm assuming they had like there's no way they've been keeping everything in this room. There'd have to be so much paper. Well, they can magically shrink paper, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of it got destroyed too. Yeah, right. It has to be this has to be kind of rare. Yeah. yeah, or do they If I wanted to look up any date in like, here, do I get the vibe pre, that I'd be able to find it? <laughs> Pre-earthfall items? You I think you would get the vibe that they have documents on pretty much everything throughout the ages. Wow. But like it would take you a long time yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. find stuff. That's I was wild. just like, this is a very small room to have all of the info. <laughs> yeah, you caught that old old piece of paper. Right. Cool. Nat twenty for the win. Oh, uh, but yeah, you definitely get the sense that the Winter Council were altering things according to their will. Okay, that's a power they have noted. <laughs> <laughs> and after a moment, Paralier ah, takes out a scroll to pulls a, a scroll out. And she goes, all right, Elian, this shouldn't take more, more than a couple minutes. You may sit here. And she pulls up a chair for you and gets one for herself and sits next to you as she prepares to cast this uh, scroll. And she, she can, do can I easy. sense motive on her just to, can I sense if she's casting like a non-dangerous spell? Yeah. Okay. Just checking out for you. Just <laughs> looking out for my girl. You never know. I have a lot of trust issues. Should I pause? Yeah. Um... <clears throat> I, be, I, I meant to listen to this after our last episode, but I'm wondering if I can listen to it now because I think it's important. The the scene where Elyon went to that tent, she was drunk at the um, what's what's uh, Golden Goblin back in back in book one. <clears throat> Are you yeah. talking about it with the with the when she went, she had the met the prophetic lady. She oh, saw yeah. some visions. The Starfall mm-hmm. lady. She yeah. Um, uh, Oh, God. Fucking what's it? Coach to read you some Herald cards, and then some girl gave her the crystal ball. That was dance. for that was for Kroll. That was for oh, me. Okay, is that? I feel like I saw visions. Did I see visions of a tower getting like blown up and oh, someone leaving? In your in one of your dreams in book three, it was when you guys were at that uh, at that forge that had the ghost in it. That was. Uh, endlessly trying to forge a sword. Right. Uh, you had a dream where you were the perspective of a baby being held by an elven man with with silvery hair, and a woman, an elven woman, comes up next to her, and he's. You look over the 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 forest uh, on top of a a tall spire, and he says something to the effect of like how. How soon he's he wants to like leave the leave the council and this place and start their lives and then um then we cut to like the next scene and you were being like picked up from a crib by by this same elven woman uh tra- like swaddled and then um the wall busted in and this 
and like spores shot into the air, and then your uh, the woman teleported you and her out. Mm. Is that what you're thinking of? That is what I'm thinking of. I wanted to make sure that my character had had that again. Was there any other fun info from Koshtu's reading that might have? Uh, did she? Did he give anything? Koshtu's reading had more to do. So that reading, it was kind of. The cards didn't necessarily tell him like very much very specific things. He was able to tell you that the cards say that you might be being deceived and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that that information was maybe less related to mm-hmm. where you are now and more so where you are or where you were then. I don't remember exactly what I said for the future stuff, but a lot of it had summed up to being like, hey, you, you're, you're, the path that you're on, the things that you're doing, somebody might be pulling the strings and you might not be as in, in charge of what you're doing as, as you think. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. And to think that at the time that just meant some white guy who owns a bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks. Uh, what was your sense motive? <clears throat> 24. 24, she seems sincere in what she's saying. Uh, she seems very like excited and emotional to get to the bottom of this. Okay, and I wouldn't have like visibly made that. I'm just like for myself. I just wanted to gotcha. make that. So she scoots up a chair and starts casting this uh, spell. Uh, it's up to a minute per level. Those, this, who knows what level scroll this is. Ayan's sitting there and she's just, she's like kind of shifting a lot. Mm-hmm. She crossing just, her legs, uncrosses her legs, um, like puts her hair over one shoulder, and then <laughs> she does it again. She's just like super fidgety. <laughs> Hell yeah! Rivers journaling down that weather stuff just to keep it on the records. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So she starts casting, just peering straight into Elion's eyes as she does so for for a good minute. And like as she as as the time goes on, you see just like a trickle of tears just kind of fall down her her face, and eventually she stops the spell and goes, "You are, th- you're the lost daughter of Aramestes. It's it's true. What? This is wonderful. When you were born, it was it was it was seen as a miracle. Not many Elven children get born, you see, and." They were planning on bringing you back to Kionin for full festivities of the community and full divinations, but the demons attacked first, or Alevra went crazy first. Yes, it is. It is certain you are. You are the the daughter of of Aramestis and Cassiel. Idalia uh, is their last name. Elian's looking at her lap, her hair surrounding her face. She just like goes in and just like hugs you. Not, and, not paying mind if like you are too stunned to even react. And she, uh, yeah, she gets hugged and she looks up after a sec, a tear running down each You're, side of her face. You made it home. Home. I mean, it's not in the best shape, but we kept it standing. So my parents, my mom, you're saying they were both these powerful wizards in there. My parents are part of the council? Your father led the council. Your your mother, Cassiel, she was an acolyte of mine, and she was kind of like the the 
building manager. She kept everything clean and tidy, and she had her own her own staff of people to look after uh, look after the spire. Um, but yeah, those everyone, all my acolytes, that died, and she disappeared. She never returned to Kionin, so we only assumed the worst. Alyon like leaves the embrace, and she kind of walks over, and she's like touching the bookshelf and touching things. <laughs> I'm fully wide-eyed looking at her. So my parents, they were in this room. They walked these halls. They did. For many years. Of course. And she kind of turns to Crow and River and she's like, in the forge. How did I see? I've seen this before. I saw... I saw this tower. I saw the moment that it happened. I don't know how, but in a vision that came to me, how didn't I see it before? You had no idea of what what you were seeing until you have found it again. She kind of like walks back up to her. You're certain? I'm, I'm certain. The spell told me the, I mean, you don't, you no longer have any living relatives, but through, you had met them as a child and I, I found them in your memories. That's, uh, she kind of slumps at that thought. She has no living relatives. <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, be honest, I never, I never thought I would... I don't know. I, I mean, I've never really sought it out, but I just... I never thought I would know who my parents were. Well, I'm, I'm happy to have brought you the news. Sad though it might be. I am... I'm overjoyed to have... The opportunity to have met you thank you and I feel that this is a it is Calistria's will that you have made it back here she kind of smiles <laughs> so so you like you can tell me about them about my mom and my dad oh yes what would you like to know I mean everything yes. how long did you know them I mean <laughs> uh, I mean I worked on the council with your with your father for Many years, let's see. We were reinstated like right after uh, right after the elves returned to Galarian and we had lived there for many, many years. Um yeah, your fa- your mother was I brought her in with me as an as an acolyte and she she was she was much more organized than the rest of us clerics and most of us elves and she she took took it upon herself to keep the place clean and, and upkept, uh, mm. always taking that sort of initiative. And eventually they, you and uh, Cassiel and Aramestis, they, they started seeing more eye and eye and it, the love between them bloomed and it was, I blessed it. I blessed their love in the name of Clistria. And then years later, 18 years later, they would never thought that a baby would be born in these halls, but alas, you were. My parents met here. They met here. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> River's fully weeping at this. Oh, yeah, crow, crow is crying. <laughs> it's okay. Put on the... <laughs> Escarval is just burying her face in Crow. I don't... Uh, I'll be honest, I don't think it's all hit me. Um, like I said, I never... I just never expected to find it out. I'm just touching books. <laughs> Do you know who my parents are? 
I can. I'm sorry. I can I'm find. Sorry. I can find another scroll. If that's what you <laughs> no, wish. No, no. no, my my story's complicated as well. It's okay. I'm just so happy for. Her. So can that explain this magic? Well, your your father, a great wizard, and your mother was maybe uh, later in life found her devote. Well, not late late in life, but later in life found her devotion to Calistria and. She always had some magical talents of her own, but you're, I know that Aramestis' line was powerful wizards who weren't, uh, well, they, they walked the plains. They, they traveled throughout all the realms, and maybe one of them picked up the essence of, you said you have your bloodline, you have a fiery bloodline? Yeah, I don't know. It's just always been a spark. That, I I thought it had to do with my 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 dad. She kind of stumbles over the word. Uh, he was a blacksmith. I always thought that had something to do with it, but <laughs> maybe you found a, a good you found a good home. Yeah, powerful wizards. This definitely explains. Well, I mean, I'm a little. You know, are you sure she's not like a god in blooming? Because that was kind of what I was thinking. I said. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't uh, know if she's a god in blooming, okay. but she well, definitely you know, has has a I might magical have been wrong aptitude right off the bat. that rivals even her father. <laughs> but an eighteen-year-old was so strong. I just had to. I had to guess. But this very well explains why you are so damn powerful. <laughs> and Elion, Elion looks like she's kind of looking past you when you say that. <laughs> she's like powerful wizards, but but not powerful enough. Oh, you've seen the armies out there. I'm sure it's been this way for a long time. Olevra killed my parents. She killed your father directly. And father. That allowed the demons to get in. She, a, a dark look comes across Elion's face. I think I need a moment. Well, I just need some time to process this. Uh, thank you. Yeah, no, no problem. And she's going to like... Can she just leave? Yeah, you can leave. She's going to go straight to her room. Okay. We may be meeting without her. At the council meeting, you think? Well, uh, that was some big shit, right? Yes. Yes, it was very big. It's big news for me. I might need a glass of wine. That was uh, something. Well, our friend Escrivala here has some wine. (laughs) She pulls out that (laughs) uh, unfinishable flask. Uh, That's... I mean, that's some big stuff to learn. Definitely puts a big hit on the lever. <laughs> yeah. So, you all seem to know of a lever before even coming here. How How is that possible? Maybe another coincidence, but it also might not be. I'm trying to think of Crying Leaf Lady's name. Um, Eviana? Eviana. Well, I mean, I had first heard through Eviana's plans, I believe. I think she said to go find this person named Elevra, and we had no idea who or what she was, but when we went down there, we found about the whole Azrene family, and that's, I guess, what led us to, you know, furthering down this plotline at all. So is a drow that you have come across? Yeah. Not so much come across as been Oh yeah, told we haven't of, technically seen her yet. <laughs> but we know we've seen her family and they are a drow family. Huh. 
Interesting. I was gonna say our Levra, she she was missing half of one of her ears, like the top part. Ooh. Oh, we wouldn't know that much. Any rumor of that? Did we ever hear anything about that in town? No. <laughs> I think that might have just been part of the illusion, which I'm alleging that she was keeping up for you all. That's what we think. Anyway. You you think that they're one and the same? Uh, my Levra and the Levra that you've heard of. What was your Levra's last name? It wasn't Azrene, right? We talked about this. She didn't have a last name. Oh, correct. <laughs> does that not? How mean? convenient. <laughs> does that ring a little suspicious? Maybe. Madame Alevra. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna come up. I'm gonna swoop out of here and say that they did not give. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> this Alevra a, a last name. A they, fake name. They just called her General Alevra. That's funny. <laughs> General was her first name. Uh, yeah. Generally Alevra. Well, I mean. From what we heard from, uh, what was the lady we were talking to, who she thought it was an illusion that she turned oh. into a drow. Uh, oh. Was that Malandil? Yeah, that was okay. that was definitely Malandil. She, she seems to think that it was an illusion that she turned into a drow to scare people, but yes. I think it might be the other way around, that she was trying uh, to cover her drowness, and then she finally let it up. Perhaps. Uh, I, I still am in disagreement with Malandil that she used her own magics to change her appearance, but oh. Malandil cannot accept what her best friend had, had done, and in the years prior, things haven't gotten better for her. She's I've brought her back from death three times now. Malandil? Yes. Oh, okay. She has died against the hordes outside three times. Jeez. Okay. Yes. What is your? What do you think uh, she was getting her power from? if you said not her own magic. I have never seen any transformation like this in all my years. Hmm. We have been told that our Lavra is extremely powerful, (laughs) yes. They are powerful wizards that we've alleged. And what is, what is, what are the, what are the drow plotting? I'm kind of... The drow aren't plotting anything as a whole. That's, I guess, So this a big surprise for us. The Lavra is plotting. It's more so this particular family that we think your lover might be a part of, or at least working for, ahead of. What a... We think they're plotting a second Earth fall. Oh, did you mention that to me? <laughs> might have. It's been we, a few months. We might have, we, um, we're a little bit secretive of some of our information. Um, I think we had said about an Earth fall. I, we but we trust you. I know that you for sure said it to Malandil. Okay, that's what got her jaw to drop. Okay, maybe it was her then. Yeah. Yes, the second Earthfall that has been being plotted. As we speak. The Our Alevra had plans of that she brought forth. I mean, I, I, I believe I had mentioned this before. Her, her plans were to use the similar magics of Earthfall to bring down a eliminate celestial object to <laughs> eliminate the drow. Right. And I think if you just sub Drow and Elf in all of her stories, you'll get them right. The coincidences are... Can I ask a question? Of course. Does the name Novelness ring a bell at all? Um, hmm. No, I don't know a Novelness. Okay, just had to... I'm just trying to connect some dots here. Yes, I've been... Most of my focuses have been on keeping us going here, repairing arms, creating all of the... I mean, without without Cassiel and her... 
and her, my acolytes and Cassiel's kind of workforce, we haven't had any a cook on, on board in, in 18 years, so I've just been feeding us with great <laughs> food and water uh, once. Ah, yes. <laughs> I'm very familiar with that one. You could probably tell that the entryway was getting a bit, a bit dusty. Yeah, they sound a lot like we did in the barracks. <laughs> this is all too strange, uh, because when we were in the Darklands, we heard that Elevra had come to the surface. So... Mm. Coming and, up uh, here and hearing that she may have ran from here. And we, we did specifically hear that she was on her way to Keonan, so... It just it seems a little too much of a coincidence. Yes, I, I agree that the coincidences are adding up more and more. I don't like that. And if we hadn't already divulged to you, I know we divulged at least to uh, Malandil that uh, when we got here in the first place, we were captured and brought to, Ke- or to Ayadara and then were sent to here pretty much to try and win you over because you were we know the truth about the drow. And you were captured in Ayadara? Oh, yes, by Tillandia. Uh, Tillandia, yes. Oh. Tillandia, but then also her, it was more the guy that was the problem, but I'm trying to think of his name. Villastia. Lord Villastia. Yes. Um, well, I don't I talk about the I don't know a Lord Villastia. I don't have I'm not the one communicating with mm. with the outside world directly here. Who is usually? I mean, Malandil should be okay. in charge, but I know her focuses have been on the demon hordes around us for years. I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if even recently she's been able to do much directing of the Shinrakrath. Yeah, they didn't seem to have much, uh, much going on these days with as far as Winter Council and Shinrakrath talking. Seems to be pretty disparate between us. Sounds like we need to get Malandil to see the light. Of and Hayden's been so rec- reclusive. I'm not sure what he's been doing, though. Oh, that dude's a that dude's a piece of work. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, he's he used to be he used to be much more bright and and full of hope. <laughs> he was he was actually favored to to become the new uh, leader of the council uh, after Aramestis was planning on stepping down and and naming him the the new leader. She liked him. Armestis is a man. <laughs> sorry. That was the dad. Yeah, that was the, who's, dad. who's the mom? Uh, Cassiel. Yeah, Cassiel. Cassiel. Sorry. He liked him then, huh? Yes. He, we all got along much better before before well, Levra's betrayal. It's a long time to be bitter. It's a long time to be bitter and alone. We've been very secluded from each other. Well, we're going to change that today. We need to we need to convene. Well, Brighton, Brighton early tomorrow. Wait, yes, it's still the. Sorry, am I? <laughs> my clock is spinning out of three, control. Three cups of this wine deep. I'm like, wait, tonight? Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I, I am definitely a little bit tipsy. Yes, my bad. Um, Personally, I just want to see Arlen deal happy again. This guy seems way too damn sad. I, <sighs> I would love to see him happy again. Can we just like get him a little cottage like outside in the woods? He'd so be he can so just much be, happier out uh, of the Tanglebriar <laughs> in some other forest with some birds. Literally, any bird will talk to him. He's wonderful. <laughs> He only opened up. Birds would flock to him. <laughs> but does he He's want a bird another magnet. bird? He hasn't. But see, he hasn't been able. He hasn't, like, he hasn't been able to see outside of this, of this yes, spire. And so true. Long. I means, saw a bird outside earlier, and it was about three seconds in my eyesight before a demon ripped it to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. 
I was like, look, and now, uh... <laughs> gone. <laughs> that quick. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely some, some of those demon satyrs having their way with random birds. <laughs> yep. I went to look out the window and was like, this isn't horrifying. I don't want to do this at all. Well, uh, let's drink the night away and hope for a good meeting tomorrow. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers. Tink. <laughs> yeah. So, Elion, you made it back to your room, and what what is what does she do? Yeah, she walks. So she walks out of the room, kind of in a hurry, and uh, she's kind of like skipping steps, you know, fast running to the room, mm-hmm. and she gets like halfway there, and she's just kind of in like a full blown like sprints to the room, gets in the door, and slams it behind her, and she just kind of head down. She's just pacing walking uh, just kind of back and forth uh, tears still welling in her eyes so they were here my mom and dad lived in these halls happy amongst these elves 18 years and then and then she took them for what for what? For 18, 18 years. For what? Ah! And then she just like, uh, she starts just like throwing, um, first she's just burning hands and she's just like torching around the room and she's just yelling, uh, tears coming out of her eyes and bolts of fiery lightning just like shatter out of her body in all directions and um, the uh, it hits the bed and the bed like splits in half catches on fire yeah it bursts into flames and the lightning arcs up and around the walls and hits there's like a mirror that just shatters into pieces all over the floor and she's just uh, letting it all out yeah if the if if the walls and or if like the floor and ceilings hadn't been magically treated you would have burned a hole through the floor and fallen mm-hmm. the floor beneath you but yeah you are in a room of, of fire right now as you've let out your Emotions and physically. she and she uh, kind of like pauses and she kind of like falls to the floor, kind of on her knees, mm-hmm. and she just has her head down. Uh, I swear, mom and dad. I swear, I'm gonna make this right. I'm gonna make her pay for what she did to you, for what she did to me. The tattoo on your lower back burns hot and Elyon she'll reach back and she'll touch it and just feel the heat in her hand mm-hmm. it, it's, it feels like it's trying to pulse and come to you but something is keeping Nocticula's presence in this building at bay mm. Mm. well she enjoys the feeling of it she enjoys the heat on her hand uh, in this moment she just kind of sits there and uh revels in it. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, the the room <laughs> doesn't burn to pieces, but all of the, all, like, the, the bed and the dresser, any furniture in there burns to pieces uh, and slowly dissipates. Uh, make me a con save for him. Con, uh, a fortitude save. Okay. 
Uh, 31. <laughs> you don't even care about the smoke inhalation. <laughs> <laughs> you, you breathe it in. Kills. You breathe in the fumes as it is a part of you. Uh-huh. Uh, back up in the in the archives with Paralier, do you guys do, uh, talk to her anymore, or do you kind of just let the evening play out? Um, at some point, I think I would ask her... Uh, what do you know? I'm assuming this wasn't your, uh, like, I guess, keepsake over here, but what do you know about these weather patterns? It seems that the Winter Council's affecting weather. How is that even possible? Is that something oh. under your control? I mean, look at these patterns. They're ridiculous. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, you've caught on. We, the Winter Council has, I mean, if you study most of the, the ledgers and paperwork in here, you might notice that the, we have... We have kept, we we have uh, been forming uh, all of the aspects of civilization and helping tweak progression in in the best ways for all of the elves' existence. I mean, I haven't been the only one here, but since pre or post Earthfall, I've been I've been around. Mm-hmm. These dates obviously predate Earthfall even, but some of these weather patterns seem to, I don't know, make me feel like maybe it was opening up a opening up a nice window for Earthfall. Uh, let's see. Mm, well, you see Which here, makes me just think we, or, we have changed the weather because there, the previous year, if you go here, it was it, there was a drought in the Furani Forest, and, and so this following year, we made sure that there was a little bit extra rain to fall, um, and stuff like that. We didn't do most of the big stuff, devastating stuff. We would we would change things in ways that were fruitful for for Kionin, for the Firani Forest, the Mirani Forest, for anywhere the elves were. I look at Crow to see if he would uh, discern that for me. Does that does that feel like does that feel like she's telling the truth? You yeah. cast a spell on her. <laughs> Look at her and I cast discern lies. Uh, roll a stealth check. It's okay. a heavy statement to say we do the fruitful only. That was the that was the part I'm going for. It's fruitful for us. Twenty eight. Uh, twenty eight. You. She's looking straight at at River when uh, when you do that, and oh. yeah, she's telling the truth. She believes it. Crow nods. Yes, I'm still it's, nodding along. Like, okay. It seems that you have brought news in that the Winter Council's hold over the elves in Kionin has gotten a bit too tight, and maybe it is time for us to let things flourish how they will flourish, instead of being the, the guiding hand, the discerning mother, the, mm. the, the protectors. We all believe that society should be governed by those with the most experience, and we are the most experienced of, of elves, and we felt that it was our duty to control things how how we best saw fit. And normally, you know, I would probably agree with that, but uh, I think it's safe to say kind of have been overstepping boundaries here, and yeah, it's time to time to let go of that grasp. It's doing no good. I would agree to you, agree with you, especially in these last eighteen years. <laughs> eighteen years. Eighteen. Eighteen years. Eighteen years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, something's got to change, right? We um, there's some bad stuff coming, uh, unless you can control that. 
It seems that we cannot control the bad stuff anymore. And our control seems to be helping the bad stuff progress. So I, I am of the opinion that we need to relinquish our power and be a more formal and vis visible advisory board to the queen and relinquish our control over to her. I like you. <laughs> I like you as well. <laughs> let's, um, let's convince the others. But know that the Winter Council has never acted in any way that we didn't think was, was best for the greater good. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. That's good to know. Minus that one girl. Well, well yeah, we, <laughs> the Winter Council said no to her. <laughs> There's always an exception. And then to she went crazy and killed one of us. Uh, you know. And turned into a drow and ran away. <laughs> Revealed as a drow. Yeah, that's my. I take. keep coming back to they're one and the same. So Perhaps. I think we need to find her. That's I think that's a big motive of ours is finding her. I that sounds like it. Especially after what we learned tonight, I can, I can't see it, but I can see it. Elian is, is out for blood now. Well, I can't say that it is. It is good to harbor these angers and direct them with rage, but I can also say that I don't. That I can also say that I do also understand. You uh, what do you understand? I understand her rage. She so has a lot of in, anger. In general, yes. I would say that it's not good to harbor it and focus it in uh, a vengeful manner. But I mean, on the other side, uh, Callistria does talk about vengeance in her teachings. Well, I mean, and I also understand that this is an initial reaction. A very understandable one. I don't know how I would react to knowing that my parents are definitely dead. Well, let me tell you, it's it's not good. Mm -mm. After I fill up another drink from this wine, <laughs> just like four cups in, I'm like, do you have any idea why I can talk to mushrooms? Hmm. <laughs> it sounds like your your druidic ranger abilities are more in tuned with with nature than with combat. I'm fully squinted and looking at nothing. Just mm hmm. And so I'm a druid. Wish I could talk to mushrooms. I wish I could be a druid. I could I could turn into a mushroom someday. I get real tired. You'd be a mushroom. Well, I think that means it's time for us to uh, for depart for the evening. I will <laughs> I I'll escort you all back downstairs, and I, I will bid you all good night. Yeah. Unless there's anything else. Kaya, where are you? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Kaya tipped over one of the wine bottles. <laughs> Fully laying in it. <laughs> she's, yeah, now, uh, she's now purple. <laughs> let's bed down. Let's... Uh, uh, Let's get a good night's rest. Oh, yeah, she brings you back down to the, the floor that you all are staying on and then departs over to her tower, leaving you all to go back to your room if you'd like. Yeah, I think I would, in my drunken stage, even swing past Elyon's room. and You, all are, have one you room. all are staying we in the same room. We're in the one room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk up to the room and knock. That's hilarious. <laughs> you walk down the hallway. Smells like <laughs> smells like smoke. Smells like crispy. I'm going to look at River and just... I don't know if there's much of a room. You it smells like Krispies. <laughs> let's uh, let's go knock on the door. Yeah, a little bit of smoke wafts out from underneath the door. Oh, yep. Look at that. I'm uh, fumbling for a bedroll. 
<laughs> okay, let's yeah, get the bedrolls ready. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if she's okay. Uh, uh, Elian like <laughs> creaks the door open. You see her looking at you. Hey, hey, she's, uh, got, she's got soot on her face. Uh, yeah, she's got some soot on you, her face. You okay? There's smoke coming out the door. And she kind of looks up as it like like a plume billows out. <laughs> Excuse like, me, officer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, come in. Are you okay? Um, I feel better now. I fall in through the door a little bit. I look around the room. Yeah, I, I'd say so. Um, and she's uh, actually in the act of like, the room is like, especially your side of the room is like, actually cleaner than it was before. <laughs> she cast a scroll of prestidigitation, nice. and she has been like cleaning the room up. Yeah. Everything is still like broken, but there's not soot everywhere. Yeah, uh, Escarvalo immediately is like, I'll, I'll help with this. <laughs> and then you see you see half a dozen beer bottles on the floor too. It's like, it looks like you guys have been drinking a little bit too, huh? I got the infinite wine. Uh, yeah, yeah she's been, we got wine. You want a beer? Yes, yes, please. She'll give you one. <laughs> I'm like making a little cocoon in the corner, ignoring the broken bed, and it's like, you know, and it, the anger happens to all of us sometimes. You just get angry and you and you're mid talk, and Elion runs something. up and gives you a hug. <laughs> oh, Elion. Oh. And I hug back. And she and like I just holds like, you for yeah, a while. Yeah, like, I just hold and like stay there, like, hmm, comfy. <laughs> and then she turns around, she walks over to Crow, and she hugs Crow too. Oh, come here. Your, well, your journey you. is my journey. We we will avenge. Thank you. If that's what needs to happen. Both of you, thank you. As soon as Crow lets you go, Escarvala opens her arms up. <laughs> I want one. She nods and she runs right over. <laughs> oh, it's okay, girl. We'll, know, we'll do something about this. I'm so happy you're with us. I'm happy to be along. Kaya, go grab me too. And Kaya grabs two beers. <laughs> <laughs> Scuttles over their mouth and king. Alyan goes to Kaya and tries to... <laughs> Hug Kaya. <laughs> Just Kaya. Oh, uh, Kaya, rolling. She's literally never touched Kaya. You can like, roll a handle animal check. Yeah, you can roll a handle animal. You can also figure out uh, Kaya's temperament. Yeah, it was like it. She's temperament's good. Do hey, the I've handle. A, a, yeah, do the handle animal against the temperament. Uh, <laughs> I got a twenty-eight on. Oh yeah, yeah, easily. Okay. Just has a, has a beer bottle sideways in the mouth, and the other one just rolls over towards the ground or on the ground towards me. She just like goes like a limp cat where they have their arms extended. <laughs> she just picks her up and just holds the floppy body. Squeak. <laughs> Lovely. Squeak. Squeak. She feels the pain. <laughs> She's had to cuddle many a PTSD soldier. <laughs> Mostly River. Mostly me. <laughs> Usually River. Usually me. Anyone want to talk about it? So, um, Elion also, she's like, since we're all going to bed, she's, she's going to keep cleaning, and she pulls out her bed rolls, too, and she gives them to you guys, and she kind of... Messed up your beds. It was mostly on her side of things, but <laughs> there's definitely no longer a, a full size bed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I made a little cone out of mine to sit on. I'm like, just oh, this is this is plenty. I sit cross legged, and I just have one head leaning against a rock wall instead of sitting up straight like normal. <laughs> Crow takes some of the soot in his fingers and wipes it under <laughs> his eyes. Don't worry about it. It's a good look for you. This is this is war. Agreed. Then, I didn't yeah, see it then, before, he, but... then he fluffs up his bedroll. <laughs> you all bed down for the night. That's a sleeping guy. That's a sleeping crow. <laughs> all right, I need a new room. I can't. I just can't get any trance with this guy here. I love it. 
Uh, you. Is this is the first night I noticed you snore. <laughs> it's only when he's really drunk. <laughs> I just roll him onto his side. <laughs> Hell yeah! You guys have a good sleep. Uh, upon the next day, it is the day of the council meeting. Is there anything in the morning you would like to address or do before the council meeting? Hmm. I gotta stay in good contact with Phrasma. It's been a nightly... Not last night, just because hmm. of the drinking, but it's definitely an every morning thing. Just waking up. Instead of checking my phone, <laughs> yeah, I, checking I, in with my god right away. I think you are. You still kind of have more of these, just like flash by visions of different outcomes of a path forward. Just keep happening. Same, Some a lot of the same ones. Same ones. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I check in with my upper body. Do a couple push-ups. Oh, it's looking <laughs> strong. All right. As long as I can still pull this bow back. That's oh, all yeah. that matters. About 80-pound test, no <laughs> problem. It might be more. Let's go. <laughs> Are we doing push-ups? Uh, he gets Gotta up praying. Escarola <laughs> goes to crow. Oh, did you figure out your... Did you, you talk to your god? Did you figure everything out? No, no, no. Still more of the same, more of that contradicting... Uh, I don't know. Just gonna go with the flow, I guess. I'm not very good at that, but um, oh, I mean, I'm, I try to be, but I usually have more of an idea of what the flow is. Yeah, you're you're moon waves, so like you gotta go with the tides and the flow of the waves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Uh, sit on my back. Okay. <laughs> I was just gonna say, do some with her on. After I get to a hundred, I just like collapse on the ground for like just comedic effect I'm just laying there all flat because I'm still hung over I'm like what are we why are we have to talk to them all at once we already talked yes. to them all so, just, well, they need so we to, just say the same thing again to need, them we need them to talk to they each other they signed the paper but we can't prove that well yeah he stole the <laughs> yeah the ledger it's um it's whatever they're all gonna I have faith they'll all show up so do you think we have to like plead our case again or just let them just talk it out well, we should at least intro it because I think there's going to be some skepticism between some of them. So I'll make gotta, a slideshow. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> get your deck ready. I just roll over and grab a notepad. I'm just like, reason why winter council bad. Slide one. Okay. <laughs> are we being fully honest? Like, are we telling them everything? I mean, we've had so much happen to us. I can't remember what's secret and what's <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah. Do you want me to keep saying secret? probably say okay she recasts her in, her in noble form <laughs> if i wake up and see her like that i'm like oh, oh shit jesus christ <laughs> do you want to remain secret yeah i don't really care it's like no burden to me or whatever i just don't want to like turn the tides in a way we don't want them to be turned by them knowing what i am can i roll well, like it could be a good display for being like, look, anyone can just be hiding that they're a drow. That's what I was <laughs> going to say. It could maybe show Malandil that her friend wasn't who she thought she was, just like you aren't who she thought she was. But I'm not going to put that pressure on you. I, I just want you to be happy being whatever you want to be. It's a good way to make a point. Saying you didn't even know you had a drow in your halls this whole time we've been here. Okay, well, I'll stay, like, ready to dismiss it. And if you guys, like, give me the nod, I can I can show myself. Uh, should we have a code word? Yeah, should I be naked? 
Don't 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 show him everything. Okay, okay. <laughs> Got to leave a little to the imagination. That's, that's just fair. just a, a very slight amount. Okay. Like what's one, a, what's the code? It's like one nipple. Make it two. <laughs> but no under boob. No, no, no. Or no. side boob. Absolutely right. not. So just cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, if you could wear exactly what Hyalin is wearing, it'd be great. Oh, I don't have any Vs that deep. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we could, uh... He must get those custom made. We could tailor something. so much chest. Can I roll, like, an intelligence or something to th- to see if yeah. that would be a good I thing too for our case? feel like Give I would Give me a that. sense motive. Okay. Like, I would also, like... Would that piss off a higher up? <laughs> Usually, yes, but... By the way, my visualization of the mind is on charisma for today. Because we're going to be doing a lot of talking. No, gotcha. help, here, no help here, though. Gotcha. Um, mm, meh. Eh, 19. 19? 28. 28. 19 soldier to, like, switch to it soldier. up to see if maybe that helps. <laughs> um, I think with the 19s, it's definitely... Like, it's hard to tell one way or another if it would be... Uh, hurtful or helpful. Um, I think even with the 28, it kind of goes, it's kind of goes either way as well. I think you think that context really matters mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in this situation. Uh, how it gets revealed and when it gets revealed will prove or disprove the point that was being made before it kind of thing. Um I'd say yeah. from from their perspective, they probably don't have the best disposition towards the drow. They've been actively trying to keep them a secret for years and years, and I think they, at least the more traditional members, might have a problem with it. But you, I feel like you might get the vibe where Paralier might be more accepting. Yeah, so it's kind of like... Proving it might not even be the issue because if we prove it, then it just becomes almost a separate thing. Then it's yeah. just like, oh, you proved it. Ah! It would help bring home the point, maybe, that this is a this is a battle between Alevra and the Azrenes and not elves and drow. There you go. Because you're, I mm. mean, you're you're cool. You're cool with I'm us. I'm cool as fuck. I don't care about you, Uplanders, you topsiders. You sky folk, you uh, you surface dwellers. Hey, we like you rock. Talk dirty rock to me, eaters too. <laughs> I'm sorry, we call you the you secret shame. Rock, rock eater. <laughs> oh, secret shame. That one's probably the worst. Oh, that, that <laughs> that I feel gross. bad. It feels gross. <laughs> it feels dirty, and I don't like the saying secret it. Secret shame. <laughs> <laughs> so like you're shameful of being related to us. Yeah, and you were supposed to be a secret, but here you are up on the top. I should be fired. I wonder how. Don't deep... worry, I'm not a part of that. <laughs> do you think like the shame, like, do you think like it, they're shamed to know? That they would be super shamed to know that Alevra was a drow or is a drow. If, I, I think they would have to do a couple of years of therapy to get over that loss. <laughs> they won't have time though. Dang. Okay. Well, they don't have time for what? To g- go to therapy. therapy. Oh, you're gonna kill them? The war is no, no, on. No, no, because well, yeah, exactly. The war. It's on. Let's go time. Go. The go time is therapy. That being said, okay. what? Is our end goal for when, like, what are we hoping the outcome is? What do we want them to say? Yes, we'll help you find her, or yes, we'll leave this place, or yes, we'll fuck off entirely? What are we exactly looking for? 
I think we want number one Fuck off entirely people <laughs> we want people that can act and it seems like oh why am I blanking on her name Eviana yeah it's no I think uh, Talandria Queen Talandria. Talandria yeah Talandria yeah uh, uh, Eviana was Cryingleaf right right okay yeah it seems like I don't know why but I just have a gut feeling that Talandia is on our side mm-hmm. and she seems like she's ready to act so if that's what we need if we need her to be free to make some decisions good if they can give us some support themselves good obviously they hold a lot of weight we just need allies that's right I think we, I'll take them wherever we can get them we mainly need the winter council to get out of the way of Ayadara's moves is that what I'm yeah no definitely you that's, got you got the sense like you got the, the sense that thing. Like Talandia is hamstrung by the yeah. Winter Council. Okay, yeah. that that was the original thing. I totally yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> like and like I think River like knowing like Talandia became queen because she wanted progress and to like open the borders and stuff like that. But all of her all of the things that were that was done under her rule so far mm-hmm. have been way more traditional than she seems. Mm-hmm. And I think now that you know about the Winter Council, it kind of it all makes it's sense. clicking a little bit. Yep. Okay. We need their public support because mm-hmm. even if they step out of the way, there's going to be a lot of resistance. Mm-hmm. The people that stand for the Winter Council side. For sure. Yes. So we'll need them to probably publicly denounce their ways and support us. What was the guard's name that the person that we met? Oh, yeah. Armistreel? No. Um, okay. um, the one that we met going into Ayadara. Oh, the guy who we teleported. Villastir. Oh, Villastir. Lord, Lord Villastir. Villastir. Yeah. The guy who locked us up. I think it's prudent that we have a public beheading of Villastir <laughs> to I really show the new direction. Maybe Tar and Feather. I don't know. I'm just throwing out ideas. I'll do it. I'm not you'll, opposed. You'll do it? Not opposed. Well, that seems extreme, but I like it's it. It's a little extreme, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. It's time. For, it's, it's an extreme time. <laughs> you know what they say. Drastic times... Call, call for beheadings for beheadings <laughs> public beheadings I've heard that plenty of time I, I, hey, yeah. <laughs> I enacted that as a captain on my ship I'll tell you what you did public beheadings on your ship yeah oh yeah you got out of line oh didn't you say it was clean didn't you, gone. Say you, you crashed that ship no <laughs> a drow crashed that ship a drow destroyed that ship was that before or after the beheadings the beheadings were real <laughs> I'm just making a point okay <laughs> okay sorry <laughs> Listen, I made the rule and everyone listened. So yeah, there, okay. there was I, an I threatened beheadings, okay? I never did them. I'm not a, <laughs> a an animal. animal. Only, well, okay, I am an animal, but. Uh, no, never you're mind. not an animal. Never mind. Half a mole, half a mole. Orcs are not animals. You're not an animal. Are you sure? Well, we're all animals if, that, if that's the case. She didn't tell me my lineage. You said you didn't care at that point. I was crying. Did you, did you not see me? <laughs> and I saw you. I felt your tears on my head. I was hugging you at that point. I just, I still don't know who my parents are, but that's not, uh, now it's not the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're going to get prophecies read, we can do that after. <laughs> we need to go do some beheadings. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> no, conversation first. Then oh, beheadings, oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. The, the, co- the, winter, right? the winter council, yes. Let's, yeah, hopefully it's in, in that order. Let's go grab, uh, I say we grab Paralel first, Paralel. I think we... They're all gonna meet up, right? We, yeah. Do we have to hit all their rooms? Everyone, no. will, everyone will probably convene. Mm, do we we'll trust send a that? message? 
say one o'clock, be in the room. Do you trust We that? should, uh, we should, I, I think Crow would, um, appoint himself as an usher. He wants to go get <laughs> Highland. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you definitely can, what would you like to do? I would, I like, mean, if we're <laughs> done with, like, our morning stuff, I would. We could get one of the, or we could get what, god damn. We could get Paralier to, like, send a message to the group. She is there, like, wizard, right? Just be like, hey. Everyone meet in the room at one, and if they don't, then go manhandle yeah, them out yeah, of the yeah. room. That's definitely where Crow would start. Because she's she's, she's the cleric. Halen's the wizard. Halen. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Who's the? Um, she seems so magic. I figured it would be Ma- Malandil's the leader. Message. Maybe we start with Malandil. Who I am, man. I like all the names so are just names. out of my head. Um, the Eviana's right hand man, Karashiel. Uh, Karashiel. Karashiel, yeah. He, I mean, he kind of seems to be on okay terms. He could get him. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind checking in with him this morning. That's, he's he's, a, he's a bit of an ally. Heck that's yeah. true. You want to go check in with him? Let's Yeah, let's do that first. All right. Let's cool, go bug cool. the troops. <laughs> Elyon yeah. looks very nice, by the way. Ooh. She um, has on her uh, nicest robe. She prestigitationed everything. She's fully presentable. She, uh, she wants to uh, you know, look good, make a good point. Sometimes impressions like that matter. Fair enough. She's ready for a business meeting. Yeah. I can't change my green skin. I'm wearing my dark spooky armor that I've had since they went underground and changed it to spooky armor and never changed it back. <laughs> yeah, on, on that note, uh, Escrivala taking the cue from Elian, she like prestigitates Crow to clean up some of his gunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, I suppose. Thank you. Oh, you weren't wearing eyeliner? That was just crusty. That was wow. just crusty. That was the soot from yeah. what he wiped on his sorry. face yesterday. Well, I was in, it was in solidarity of my, my, my good friend, okay? It was beautiful at the time, but now you just look like you I, have a dirty I, face. Yes, yeah. Crow kind of he kind of straightens out his dreads and I hold, okay. I just hold up Kaya to uh, Escarvala and just like obviously it is a half purple weasel. Like oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's it's not responding. It's just floppy. <laughs> That's cool. It's a hungover weasel. It's so hungover. Which a hungover weasel? I'm assuming is worthless. So I just pocket it like a Kit Kat or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kit Kat. Cool. You want to go find Carishiel? Yeah. Cool. You Talk to the troops. Yeah, you find him. He's stationed with Armistil and a couple other guards at the front door again when you when you eventually find him. Ah, yes. Good morning, morning, everybody. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. So we've got some good news. We're wrangling everyone together today. We're actually going to have a conversation for the first time in God knows how long. <laughs> Armistead goes, well, God, I'll be damned. <laughs> I'll be damned right. <laughs> so if anyone comes through here, try not to, you know, aggravate them any. Just uh, uh, get everyone their P's and Q's. I'll stay out of their way. <laughs> How's it been down here? We all safe? Yeah, yeah, still safe so far. As long as the uh, Maleficus Spike is intact, there's... Not too much hope for them to break through, but can they just see the demons outside the door? If you if you find a or window, you or an house, okay. the, the front room here doesn't have any. It's not just like windows doors. facing <laughs> out. No, I was hoping to see just scary ass demons, just clear door, <laughs> Walmart. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's good. She goes. So, what brings you down here? No, we just wanted to check in. Um, Let everyone know. You'll be in the meeting, right? I both of you. If. They allow it. We they okay. Yeah, we were down here when you were talking to Melandil. Uh, if they allow it, I Armistil goes. Well, uh, in in past, I mean, the other ones that I've been around for, they they usually dismiss everybody except the except the council. Ah, uh, well, that's understandable. But 
there's a way we can get you in there. I think it'd be nice to have, um, I don't know, just some friendly faces around. Uh, they're all, I mean, they're all great people, but it's going to be a little intimidating, to be honest. And I wouldn't mind, Karishil, your, your, your company, your friendly face now. Armstrong goes, uh, yeah, I, I can't, I can't leave my boys down here, but I will, I'll allow Karishil to see if he can stay around. Hmm. Karishil goes, oh, well, uh, one, I would, I would love to be around for it, for moral support. Uh, you've been around. You fought the draw yourself. I, I feel like indeed. you deserve a place at the table. <laughs> I appreciate that. Put on your rank badges. You got to look cool up there. I got all mine. Uh, I got my shinies. Uh, <laughs> spit shine my my eagle armor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, looking good. Thank you. You too. You look cleaner than last time I saw you. <laughs> well, it's, it's an important day, right? Am I right? It very well could be. Yeah, I don't remember him being this green. Do you? No, oh, he's vibrant. You're more saturated now. I'm glowing, is what you're saying. Yeah, like you're pregnant. <laughs> I'm pregnant with a great idea. Mm. <laughs> pregnant with the future of what's about to happen here. Okay, so... <laughs> so let's... Um, so you... Would you mind gathering everybody? Oh, actually, that'd be great to have. You could go, you know... I just think so much, Karashiel. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, uh, he looks around, looks at our. I can, uh, I can go great. along with you if you'd like. <laughs> he looks at Armistrel, and Armistrel just kind of like nods, looking at you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can. Yes, I'll. I can make sure that they're ready. And yeah, we didn't want to invade their head with a message or anything, so I figured just a knock would probably do. Uh, I can. Yeah. Let yes, them know we're ready sure. and waiting in the room. I can in get, the meeting room. Yeah. <laughs> what time is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's about about that time. So then we got a half hour. Yeah, yeah give him thirty. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will. I will do that. And uh, he just like stands up, just kind of looks around, and <laughs> heads oh, for the stairs. I got to give Kershaw orders. <laughs> <laughs> Damn character arc. <laughs> <laughs> Young grasshopper. <laughs> Yeah, what do you guys do after Kershaw heads off? <laughs> give more orders. No, I'm just and you. Catch me some bags. You sandwich, please. <laughs> no, I think uh, honestly we can just go up to the room and prepare. And yeah, I think some preparations are in order. Yeah, I'm gonna pull like my journal out and read, like just mm -hmm. reread what exactly we're talking about. Mm -hmm. nice. Oh yeah, for I sure. I want to have my thoughts right. Heck yeah. A little bit of meditation to calm the nerves. Hell yeah. I really don't feel like speaking much this one with my diplomacy zero. This is a bad time to botch it. <laughs> I'm like, Grow? <laughs> well, I'm... You had offered to speak for me earlier because of the whole rank situation. Yes. Oh, does I that would, still stand? I would love to, Elion. Would you rather you speak, or... I, I don't know if they'll take me as seriously, you know, the whole non-elven situation. I mean, we can all oh, throw in. It's all a, you know, it's a conversation, but sure, I can... I can try to take lead. <laughs> Let me intro. <laughs> Welcoming to this corner. Okay. <laughs> I'll intro, and then you take it from there. <laughs> All right. Fair well, to me. Escrivala goes, I have a plus 20 diplomacy, oh, so geez. if you want me to take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know you were so diplomatic. How, did I, how do you think I got you to fuck me? <laughs> You're cute. You're cute. Right. Am I? <laughs> I'm more sly than I am sexy. Oh, well, maybe you should intro this. <laughs> That'd be funny. A single spotlight comes down, breaks into song, just me, dance. Just me talking to myself for a whole episode. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> just sit back, guys. I got this. I got this. Tell us all about what you know. All right, well. <laughs> 
Well, heck yeah. Any specific things you want to say or do other than you're just pre- preparing yourselves for for the council at hand? Oh, I don't have lights anymore. I'm not a drow. I want to throw fairy lights up to make it nice in here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I light braziers on the wall if there actually are any of the torches. I light them by hand. <laughs> braziers or braziers? Braziers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Checking. <laughs> are there any braziers around? If uh, there are, I want to light them on fire as well. There might be a... escraval has got a couple in her bag. Choo-choo. Eh, no, these are these are cute. I mean, we're not gonna. <laughs> we want to light those on fire. Yeah, no, those are fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna donate this one to Dempsey's. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut. Deep cut. Deep cut. So yeah, you all get yourselves in order, uh, and the council is ready to convene. Uh, you head over to the council room. Mm. Bah, bah, bah. Spooky. So the council meeting room is uh, room 20 on your maps. And you enter into this spacious chamber that is, ver- that is the very picture of austerity. Candles burn throughout the room, illuminating tapestries depicting elven life in beautiful detail. A long, wide table stretches 20 feet through the center of the room, surrounded by exquisitely carved high back chairs set with several silver ewers and silver filigreed goblets. To the southeast, uh, uh, six tall paintings depicting full-sized renditions of elves hang on the wall. A beautiful woman in a gown of stars with long red hair. A dark-haired man uh, in long fur cloak with green facial tattoos a pale-skinned man with black hair wearing dark clothes and a spiked glove, a statuesque beauty in golden armor wielding a spear and a sword. You guys can obviously tell <laughs> that that was Paralir, Arlandir, Arlandir, Arlandil, Halen, and Malandil. And then next to them, uh, a, a tall man with silver hair, a long and long green robes holding a bejeweled staff, and then a narrow-eyed woman dressed in golden green armor, missing the top half of her left ear. Uh, This portrait has been slashed several times with Mm -hmm. a blade. Mm -hmm. To the northwest, the walls are bare, save for what appears to be an iron spike with a pentagram carved into its head. Crow, you saw the flashing of like an overlooking shot of this thing in, in one of your one of your dreams. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The spike has been driven into the wall and shimmers with pale golden radiance. And all of you with your sea invisibility eyes <laughs> see a an uh kind of an invisible glowing orb near the ceiling right above where the spike is. Oh, cool. Okay. Huh. You enter in here. It doesn't look like the you're you're a couple minutes early, and looks doesn't look like the rest of the council has shown up quite yet. That must be the spike. Yeah, and this orb above it. What's what is that? Make knowledge planes. Not me. I'm sure. <laughs> I got a plus three. I'll try. Nope. Thirteen. Uh. Nope. Oh, natu- natural no. one. Oh, on. So that's uh, 18. Nah. Yeah, you, you guys don't know what that is. Uh, that's a glow ball. Can I detect magic on it? Yeah, you detect magic in the room. Uh, 
it's got illusion magic all over right now because it is invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you would uh, detect uh, a divine aura about it. Oh, divine! Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. What? Well, what? Well, so is what did you roll? Uh, was your total, Elion? Still less than thirteen. For what? What? Eighteen. I had 18, 18 knowledge planes. Um, I'll I'll allow you to know that this is probably some sort of uh, uh, extra planar outsider. Seems like it is uh, good in nature and not like a not. It's not a demon. It's not a devil. It's not a daemon. You think it's probably a, a celestial type figure? Oh, it's a figure. Well, yeah, it's an it's an orb. It's a celestial orb right now. Oh, that's a creature of some sort. Uh, oh, but I don't no. think we need to be worried about it. Yeah. It seems to be. Okay. I feel some good energy. I like the vibes. <laughs> this orb is good. Okay, that's good. Let's keep the good vibes going in here. Then Elyon will look at the portrait of her yeah, father. Sure. She will just stare and just try to memorize the features of it. Mm-hmm. The silvery long hair, uh, pointed face, like old, but like not in like not in the way that Pete has started to look old. More That's like right. he just his face looks looks sharper than like your young face or or uh, River's young face. She'll sit in a chair uh, if she can. She has a, she'll get a view of it. She'll just kind of stare at that, waiting. Yeah, lost in thought. Uh, a few moments later, uh, Paralier is the first to enter. She goes, oh, good to see you all here. Welcome. I'm excited for this. Hello, yeah. thanks for coming. And uh, she takes uh, one of the seats along the table. Um, there's like one head spot on the table and there, uh, then chairs along, along the sides of it. And she takes one, not sitting quite next to the end table, but like one in, uh, I guess maybe two in. Uh, and then a few moments later, uh, Arlendil and Malendil enter in <laughs> together. They both kind of nod at you with, with greetings. Uh, you see Malendil, she looks up to the orb in the sky that you guys shouldn't be able to see. And uh, she says a, a, a quiet word under her breath and the orb just kind of moves out of the room. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, she then looks at Krishiel and is like, you should probably go. And Krishil just kind of wide-eyed goes, oh, yep, okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, um, you know, it's not our chamber, but I was just thinking Krishil's kind of been here with us for a lot of a lot of this. Make Did a diplomacy you... check. She looks, she gives, she like gives a look to River. Yeah, like, like uh, do I say that he is the one that brought me to all of this? Because if I can say that, then I do. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, he's the one who brought me through all of this until, you know, I lost contact with him, but... I'll, I'll throw it out there. Yeah, you can aid. I would like to aid as well and <laughs> say that he's a great guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what a great guy. This guy right here. Tell you what. So great diplomacy guy. Diplomacy or soldier? Diplomacy. <laughs> uh, so I got a 22 on the d- diplomacy. I don't okay. aid. I do aid and I say he's a he's a great sh- soldier and, I, and I, I'd appreciate if he was here. 26. 24. <laughs> <sighs> she looks at him. Have you gotten Aramesti's leave? And he, he nods his head. Very well, you may stand at the back. <laughs> you don't get a chair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rest of you, you may sit at the end, the opposite end of us. Can't help but notice we're missing one of yours. 
Uh, he'll, we'll see if he shows up. She, she sits uh, next to uh, Arlandil, who takes like the first spot in from one of the chairs. She goes next to it. Um, Pearly leaves an open spot next to the very end and then sits one in uh, from that. A few minutes go by and then the door opens and you see Halen walk in. Mm. He just kind of like makes a face at everybody. Mm-hmm. Goes and sits at right the right hand side of, of the head of the table and crosses his arms. So no one's sitting at the head? No one's sitting at the oh, head. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. That is interesting. The leader yeah. was killed before I really the leader thought was, he was I really thought he was going to come in and sit in the head, mm. and I was like, what an asshole. Um, okay, that's funny. Well, I mean, at least it's in good taste. <laughs> yeah, he like yeah, walk. Yeah. He like he has to walk around, so he like he like slows Sigh. down at the end table, and everybody looks at him, and then he keeps walking to the other spot. <laughs> Thank you for Kinda joining grumpy. us. <laughs> uh, Deal speaks up and goes, "Well, as the as the eldest of us, I suppose I I'll kick off this first council in eighteen years." We'll see you next time. Oh. Arlen, dear. Arlen. Oh, I need to prep oldest. my notes. <laughs>
it was funny because I was like writing it down as you were telling about it, but the more that you exposited on them, I had to go back and change the adjectives I used because yeah. I was like, uh, she is the daughter of some, like as I was going to say, like some people who worked here or something, you know what I mean? I was like, of some, oh, go back, of Aramestes and Cassio, some, oh, nope, the leaders. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, oh, no, they're bigger, bigger than you thought. <laughs> it's like some workers, some lady who helped him. It's like my accolades, like, Acolyte, never mind. <laughs> bueno. Yeah, I was brain, I was trying to figure out a last name. I don't remember what language it, it was from, but Adalia means from the sun. Oh, that's cool. Huh. <laughs> and it, you you had texted me asking for uh, my mom's name, and I totally blanked until you told me the parents' <laughs> names. It was like, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I thought about asking them, and I was like, no, nah, it's too late to, mm -hmm. I'm just going to get it out. They're I'll figure out one that sounds all right. They're pretty names. Aramestes, I can remember that he's the boy because testes. Aramestes. He's the boy because testes? Yeah, because testes. Aramestes has testes. Cassiel's got an ass,